Um, I'm going, right? Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Almost Focused. I'm your host, Matt. I am also your host, Nathaniel. We're here to talk about shit. We're here to talk about anything we want. We're, we're, yeah. we're tweaking our format this week, and uh, next week's podcast so will relaxing. be very, very focused and diligent. Yes. Today's the almost part. Yeah. Um, so we're splitting it up. We're, into smaller podcasts. Yeah, thanks to... Uh, oh, wait, I have to mention this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is Capriati's. 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 John, go get a sandwich. Yes. Uh, so thanks to our metrics team, we've found out that the best listening period is a little bit shorter than our previous one. So we're trying shorter, shorter episodes. But more bite-sized. Yeah, released more regularly. So we're going to be giving you guys weekly updates into our gaming and nerd lives. Yes. Um, uh, oh, uh, and I guess we'll plug the Twitter this week. We do have Twitter. We've now. got social media going. We've got Focused Podcast. So at, at Focused. Focused Podcast. Yep. And then who are you? Uh, I am. Why don't you go first while I try to remember my Twitter name? I, I am at almost a host. I'm at a focused host. Yeah. So, so fun story about Twitter. Matt was in charge of our social media for like a month. I don't think this is fun. I think this is hilarious. I've been telling everybody I meet. I'm like, so Matt was in charge of our They're social like, media. Who's Matt? What is a podcast? Yeah. They're like, why are you telling me this? I'm your priest. You know, it's it's been really weird. So, so Matt was in charge of our social media for a, what a month, two months? I don't, I don't even remember. Some very long period of time. He had 17 Twitter followers. So on a lark last Wednesday, I made a, an account to try and help out, and by the end of the day, I already had twenty. And Matt was like, "I quit. You're in charge of social media now." It wasn't even like that. I was like, "This is so great." That's true. You, you were really hyped. You were super hyped. You were like, "Yes, I don't have to do this anymore." Um, so yeah, we have that, and then we have the the Facebook page, uh, which. If you subscribe to the Twitter, the Facebook page is pretty useless. Yeah, I wouldn't pay any attention to Facebook personally. Like yeah. Twitter's where it's at. When we're on on the cast, though, the Facebook page is a okay. Oh, I mean, Facebook totally, totally worth ch- follow us on Facebook. That's and almost Twitter. focused show. Uh, if you type in almost focused, you'll get a cosplay group. You should follow them. <laughs> yeah, they're really cool. They're actually. pretty the, cool. I tried to reach out to her, the lady who does that, to uh, see if she wanted to guest. We but might want to ping them again. Yeah, maybe we will because uh, their their stuff's really fantastic. So, yeah. um, so plugging almost focused the cosplay group. Yeah, they're really cool. Check them out, but also <laughs> check us out because we think we're pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so 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 um, did we have some structure for the almost cast? I guess I guess it's games uh, and what we're playing. Is that the well, I think it was um, how much we wanted to talk about Pillars of Eternity and Bloodborne. Well, that's true. I do. So th- I mean, I guess this is the... So what are we playing? Oh, yeah. What am I playing? I am playing Pillars of Eternity. Basically, yeah. it's like, uh, you know when you had that, that first girlfriend when you were like 16 and you just, you were at her house all the time and like her dad kept knocking on the door just to make sure nothing weird was going on? That's what's going on with me in Pillars of Eternity right now. Like, it's like <laughs> you, you have like a new port on your PC that I didn't see. No, not there's no like there's no weird sexual things going on. I'm just there all the time. He just he just walks in and you guys are just like we're just hanging out yeah. and talking to each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. It's innocuous love. It's just ever present. You know. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, it occupies my mind during the day. I, I dream about it at night. 
kind of like me and Bloodborne. Yeah, well, and and that's that's I think the tie. I also played uh, some other things. I should mention them. I feel like that's important. <laughs> I I played some City Skylines, believe it or not, um, which I found to be really cool. And uh, Do you say Sim Cities or some City Skylines? Some Cities Skylines. Gotcha. The the game name Cities. I think colon. So, uh, hold uh, on, I have to use the Yahtzee Croshawism here. Uh, uh, it's cities <laughs> skylines. Um, <laughs> With the, uh, that's the paradox guys, right? I think so. Paradox they interactive. Have the, they have Magicka and yeah, they put something else out this year that was apparently fantastic, um, uh, but I can't remember what was it was. It Europa Universalis. I, I have no idea. I don't know what other products Paradox makes, but are, do they do Magicka? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, because the we that the article we sent out about pirating, that was also their strategy with Magicka, which is they were releasing bug fixes and updates so frequently that it was just too annoying to pirate. Yeah, it was it wasn't worth keeping yeah, up with. Yeah, because every new update, yeah, you had well, to pirate it. Magicka and, at the end of it had like forty costume sets, and you could buy the the complete edition for fifteen bucks. And I had like twelve different or twenty different characters or something. Absurd. It's an absurd. Like game. they just put out content all the time. It's, an, it's also an amazing. Game. Yeah, you know, Magicka is fantastic. It, that truly is a, a wonderful game. I played some Bud, Budborn, Bloodborne, Bloodborne, and then uh, I, I also played an awful lot of Binding of Isaac. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm continually impressed by how frequently we've been playing Binding of Isaac. It's you know, it, it really is a phenomenal game. Uh, yeah, it, it it has a great meta. You know, so there's a, a lot of role playing, higher thought about you know stats and gear, but it's also just got super addictive moment to moment gameplay. You know, it's yeah. it's fast, it's responsive, and it's engaging. And it's it's bite sized. It's just like, oh, yeah. I have forty minutes. I'll play mining. Um, but you know, about what I've been playing, Pillars of Eternity. I'm just going to go down and say it. It's it's my favorite RPG since Dragon of Age Origins, and I think Dragon Age Origins, Dragons Dragon of, of Age. Age. That's that's a weird game yeah. you shouldn't talk about on cast. <laughs> well, have I <laughs> told you about... of Age. Oh, Senpai, your fire is too hot. <laughs> Wow, I like that you just went straight there. Um, so while we get away from Matt's weird dragon fetishes, Dragon Age, since Dragon Age Origins, uh, this is without a doubt my favorite one. And I actually think as far as like the traditional, not even traditional, as far as a, a representation of pen and paper role playing, it's as good a game as has come out since probably... Probably Baldur's Gate. Planescape Torment? No, I, I think I think Baldur's Gate is as good in its own way as Planescape Torment. Mm. I like Planescape Torment better because it's just so unique. Right. But um, Baldur's Gate, the original game, I went back and played it a good chunk of it in prep for Planescape coming out. And it's the intro is so good. It's just... it's Yeah. You are immediately just like, wow, I really care about these characters. And maybe that's me being a little nostalgic, and I just remember feeling that as a kid. But, like, in this shitty Infinity Engine, they have this sequence when your stepfather, like, dies defending your life and you run off into the woods. And it's intense. You get done with that cutscene, and you're like, I'm going to go find that motherfucker, and I'm going to fucking kill the <laughs> shit out of that piece of shit motherfucker. Yeah. And you're, like, mad, you know? They did a great job. Nice. Um it holds up in that regard, and and I think that's one of the defining sort of characteristics of the best of that Infinity era stuff. Yeah, I think what's impressive about that Infinity 
engine and stuff and, and Pillars of Eternity is how literally anyone I've talked to about this game starts talking to me about the Infinity Engine. Yeah, it's a it's a it's, it's a like, feeling that is evoked by the gameplay mechanics sure. that the engine gives you that just feels so it's as close to feeling like pen and paper role playing as you you get on a computer. Right. You know, um uh, for all that I love Dragon Age Origins and I I did I love that game. I think that's without a doubt the best Dragon Age title and um one of the, you know, the top RPGs ever done. As much as I love it, it's still a relatively clear cut not quite binary but there's sort of a there's good evil or just sort of act like you don't know you know there's not the shades of gray that you can take are not constant they're there but they're not they're not really everywhere and the great thing about pillars of eternity is that you know you'll have a conversation with like some random lady about some throwaway task and you'll have nine options and they'll be yeah. you know they'll be benevolent they'll be clever they'll be cruel they'll be you know uh, aggressive they'll be considerate they'll be diplomatic and depending on what you pick you build up this reputation for how you handle situations and it's everywhere yeah yeah so so you have this super organic because the way you answer these dialogue trees generates the way future dialogue trees go and it's constant yeah yeah um well and also i would imagine leads to a lot of wanting to replay the game yes just like oh make a different character and do these trees i've seen so many things where i'm like i wish i had the perception to unlock that dialogue option i wish i knew what it was like oh i'm gonna do a high perception high resolve rogue maybe you know something like that um so it, it is. It's it's a very good representation of that uh, style. You know, more more traditional tabletop. Yeah, and role it's. Um, I mean, it's doing very well in the in the critic with the critics. And it's it's in a ninety two. It's, it's very high on Metacritic right now. Yeah, I don't give a lot of. I don't give too much weight to Metacritic, but it's just a review aggregator. I don't know about user reviews. Who cares? But critical review aggregation. It's at about a ninety two. Um. But I mean, it's very, it's very gorgeous. Yeah, and every everyone I've heard has really has really gotten into it. It's it's a phenomenal game. It, you know the the sentence that I saw one person say is it's just it's a masterpiece, and it really is. It's a masterpiece of RPG gaming. If you like RPGs, buy this and play this. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty much it for me. You you said Bloodborne. Uh, yeah, I've been playing Bloodborne. Um, which I feel like I'm a terrible games person because I didn't know about it until two weeks before it came out. And I just saw some GIF of it, and I was like, that looks like something I'd like. And I, I start researching it, and I, I read the sentence that was like the, the director of Dark Souls says that Bloodborne is like Dark Souls with shotguns. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what? Say and, what And now? I do a bunch of research on it, I'm like, it's like a surprise Dark Souls three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just, just so much hype. Um, well, that's it's so funny. You told me about it two days before it came out, and I was like, "What? What are you talking about, Bloodborne?" And then you came over the next night, and I was like, "I'm gonna buy it." And then we played it, and it's like, "Oh shit, they made a Dark Souls three! Yeah. Like, wow, this is great." Well, and, and I was talking to Nathaniel about Dark Souls, and he's like, "I don't like this, and I don't like this." Hey, and- hey, hey. Hey, I I I love the Dark Souls no, games. No, no, I know, but I think they have issues. When we talk about games we like, we almost instantly start talking about the things we don't like first. I not I didn't complain at all about Pillars of Eternity. You're wrong. Uh, that's my defense. 
I only need one. I don't think I've heard you complain about anything with that game. Oh, you complain about some of the I NPCs. Complained. No, no, no. I, I have some complaints. I Trust me. I've got some complaints. I actually gave a lengthy mechanical breakdown of things I thought the game did wrong, but you weren't paying attention, clearly. I, I was zoning out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has been the probably third or fourth time I've heard the... The mechanics description. That's not true. This is the first time I ever told you about this mechanic. Oh. I know. I don't know. I I know. I know when I've told you a story four times. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't care. (laughs) Uh, What was I saying? Anyway, Bloodborne. uh, I've been playing that a good deal amount this this weekend. How are you liking it? I like it a lot. I mean, it's it's a Dark Souls game. I have to remind myself of that a lot where, like, oh, this is really hard or... It's like, oh, maybe I didn't have to fight those guys. There's just little things the game does to you where it's like this path that looks like the very obvious path has a bunch of things you don't want to fight. And then, like, you can sidestep it easily. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of learning that the the how to navigate through a Dark Souls game where it's like you don't need to fight everything every time. You can run past bad guys. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You just have to do it. You have to commit. Well, and, and things like you get, I get to the first boss and it just destroys me. And I'm like, I'm not doing any damage. Maybe I need to level up or something. And when I end up killing the boss, I, I was reflecting on it. I was like, no, I just need it to be good. You just need to not suck. Yeah. That's all. I know. It's funny. There was this boss in uh, in Dark Souls 2 that is three gargoyles, I think, that you have to fight. Mm-hmm. Right? And... I'd been seeing all these people online being, oh, my God, this boss is horrible. This boss is so rough, blah, blah, blah. I go in there, and I beat it the first time. And I just remember being like, oh, I'm so badass. I'm so badass. And then the next boss, I lost, I don't know, it must have been 15 times straight. Just like, bam, 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 bam. And it's just, those games are like that. They are. There, There is one thing that kind of annoys me, which is that the healing item in this, you have to grind for. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in, in Dark Souls, every time you went back to a checkpoint, your your flask recharged. Yeah, it seemed like it was pretty... F- like I, When we played, I was never feeling like we were short. You, you, and you don't through the course of kind of traversing the, the area. But during a boss fight, yeah. when you're using all of them, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, okay, I did the boss. I used all my health flasks. Now, now I, I have go to go farm. grind. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you can buy health flasks, but... I mean, who has 10 minutes to wait in loading screens to yeah, go to the yeah. Hunter's Dream and back? So, so that is the big critique. That is the big critique is that it's... it's. Um, I mean, as far as critiques go, that's a fairly minor one. I, yes and no. I mean, it, it has long load times. And it, it's, it's it has, a load time every time you re- die. Really long load times. Yeah. I mean, I was, like I was saying, like I started a Twitter because I needed something to do during load times. Yeah. Um, I I uh, when I when I play a round of Bloodborne and I die, I just get up and go do something else for a while and come back and I I just don't even care how long the load time takes. I'm just like I'm just not going to worry about it. And I'm going to go yeah you know put on some socks or find a cat <laughs> to know, harass. Put on some socks. Stuff you do when you're just hanging out playing video games. Yeah, you know, uh, find a cat to harass or yeah eat something. You know, sandwich something like that. <laughs> Other than that, though, what do you feel about it? No, I like it a lot. I'm excited to... What do you think the combat changes they made? Um, I like the combat changes. I do too. It it looks like they worked really hard to get rid of anything that was turtly. So anything you were doing in... Like my character in Dark Souls, heavy armor, shield, just... And one-hand weapons, and you're just just turtling up. Oh, so I I always... I I realized it... I didn't play as much of the original Dark Souls, but Dark Souls 2... 
like I just just like oh wait wizards are easy mode and played a wizard and just I mean my experience of Dark Souls two was just that it you just yeah. stopped everything. So they got rid of well they didn't I don't think they got rid of magic uh-huh. but I've read that they've seen I mean for me in a Dark Souls game it's like oh they got rid of magic no it's just like you didn't go up the staircase where the guy yeah. you buy spells from lives yeah um, which is obscure but. Yeah, it's uh but I read that they've significantly downplayed the use of magic. Mm-hmm. There's no more like um uh burden stats, so yeah. your armor is I think I guess there's not as much I don't know anything about the armor. Like I'm not far enough in the game to have any real um any idea of what's going on. Um but I guess that is also a Dark Souls game. Uh I don't know. I like it. I wouldn't say I'm far enough to like be able to discuss the finer points of it. Mhm. But it's 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 a solid game. Yeah. Um so far and we and played it for a little while and had a blast. I mean, we were trading off deaths and we were just giggling and yelling yeah. and hooting and hollering for each other to like not die. I posted a um uh, someone posted online a, a Dark or a Dark Souls a Bloodborne drinking game and he's like, This was a terrible idea, but I made it. It's like every time you die you take a drink. Every time you use your gun you take a drink. <laughs> But it's like a party game, so you yeah. switch around the controller. It's like yeah. anytime someone who hates Dark Souls and says that they're terrible at it kills an enemy, everyone takes a drink. <laughs> That's awesome, actually. Yeah. Um, so what else have I been playing? Uh, I got back into Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Did I we played. Talk about I Monster played Hunter? some Monster Hunter too. Actually, I don't think we've done so. The way these podcast schedules have worked out, I don't think we've done a cast in a couple of weeks. Oh, you know what? We we had just last time we. We recorded. We had just gotten Monster Hunter. Oh yeah, um, Monster Hunter is such a weird game. I'm I'm probably sixty hours in, and uh-huh. I just passed the low rank part. Yeah, part. Yeah, so I will be playing some more Monster Hunter this upcoming weekend, as well as Majora's Mask, because I'm going on a uh, a bit of a, a trip. So oh, you're yeah. I'll have some DS time this weekend. Yeah, you'll you'll have to let me know how that goes. Yeah. I, I've been playing it because it's the game I play with my brother. Yeah. So um, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great fun. I just uh, the DS for me is kind of uncomfortable for really long playing sessions. So it, it'll be you know I, I tend to treat it as like a travel know, thing, up, or my girlfriend wants me to really snuggle on the couch while she watches some horrible TV show thing. Up, you can you can buy some like grips for it. Yeah, I saw too, but I you know, we'll see. At some future date maybe, but yeah, it, I just don't have enough cause to play it. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, th- that's the whole thing is like I go and sit in my desk at yeah. and get on Skype with my brother and yep. and just hunt monsters. If they had um, better if they had some VO uh some VoIP on that thing, you know. Yeah. It's like getting online play on the DS was like the first big hurdle. Yeah, yeah. Now um, we need to get VoIP. Yeah, but I mean, first getting Nintendo to do VoIP, though. I mean, they don't even do it on their on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. What a bunch of slackers! God. Well, and that's the that's the thing about if we want to uh, complain about shit, like the way to do friends on Nintendo consoles. Uh-huh. Just, oh my god! It's the worst. It's so bad. You just have like a Google Doc with all your friend yeah, code. It's so bad. I know you were like, and then you have to go. So so in order to do the ridiculous friend code process, yeah, I had to restart Monster Hunter like six times because yeah. it would be like you don't have this app installed, the, so I'd install the, the app. No, that was the DLC, wasn't it? 
Oh yeah, that was the DLC. The DLC. DLC that you're right. That also was the terrible. DLC. Well, yeah, so I'm going to tell that story because I think it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So there's some DLC that's like 50 health potions and I don't know some other there's random some shit. There's great DLC in that the, game. Yeah, and and we can talk about Monster Hunter's DLC because it is fantastic. I mean, yeah. they are they are an organization that is doing DLC. We'll, we'll cue that up for the talk about things, but tell your yeah. DLC um, download experience. So I had to. Uh, I go to download the DLC, which is in-game, and it's like, you need this this app to do it. So I go download the app, and then I come back, and it's like, you need to make an account. So I go make the account, and I come back, and it's like, oh, actually, now you need to configure your you, your Nintendo ID. So I go into I go back in, and I go into my account, and I configure my Nintendo ID, and I come back, and it goes, you need to give us permission to do this. So I go back, and I find it, and I click on Monster Hunter, and I yeah. hit it, and then I come back. And each one of these is a closeout of open Monster Hunter load screen load your character load screen go to your house load screen load the dlc load screen wait for it to queue up dlc load screen yeah click the load dlc button and then get told nope you have to go do this yeah right so it took me like a half hour to get done and it was there was no indication at any step like oh hey also do this other thing yeah so for me i like i bought a couple things off the ds store it was easy as going and doing the DLC. Yeah. Just because all that stuff's already set up. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but the DLC for Monster Hunter, it, it's like it's like a paragon of DLC because I buy this this forty dollar game, and they they are they say, oh hey, by the way, every month for however long we feel like doing it, we're releasing DLC. And the first month, the so there was a launch DLC that was. Um, some extra quests, and then, like, a hunter's kit, like, yeah. a bunch of potions, a bunch of well, other items. They're putting out, like, new bosses. They're putting out new... I don't know about new bosses, but... Wasn't there a new, like, arena mode or something? There was there? a bunch of arena modes. Or, like, boss variants or something. There's some bo- uh, Maybe, um, but there was a bunch of new equipment. Yeah, including, like a Legend of Zelda Including suit. Legend of Zelda stuff, yeah. so you could, like, get a Master Sword and Legend of Zelda armor, um, which I'm... Which like I switched weapon types so that I can use one of those, mm-hmm. um, and I'm getting close to being able to actually do those quests. Although nice. they're stupid hard. Yeah, I mean, I imagine you need some people. Uh, even then, it's they're like my my brother's gonna have trouble with them and their G rank quest, and he's G rank. They're wow. they're like top tier yeah. right before you switch to G rank level quests. Okay, um, but the uh, you know at some point they're releasing Samus armor. Yeah, Metroid series. Yeah, they're just doing a lot of really, and it's all free. And it's that's, all free. That's the part of it that I think is amazing is that they're doing that all just as like, hey, thanks for buying and playing the shit out of our game. Here's a bunch of free stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's you want to great... talk about things that gaming companies can do to make me love them. Yeah, I which mean, you Monster... brought up. I know you were like Nathaniel. Tell me about this <laughs> list that you have. Monster Hunter is is such. It's such a good game by itself. Just the standalone. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. But the DLC is just on top of... It's just on top of all of that. It's yeah. just like, okay, I get it. You're awesome. Yeah. I, you have more things here than I will ever do. Thank yeah. you for giving me more of them. Yeah. Right, it's exactly. it's pretty amazing. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at my phone. So uh, something new is we've got some social media that I think we mentioned, right? Yeah. And uh, part of that is that's been really neat is we're starting to get to talk to some indie developers. And, yeah, um, that is really neat. One of the things I wanted to do this week is we're going we're gonna to add a new segment that we're going to call the Indie Spotlight. 
Uh, we're not doing it this week, but this is sort of a plug for a future thing where we're we're going to look at a couple of indie games. But I did want to shout out to those guys uh, on the Twitter thing. There's there's a game called Soul Arc that's coming out. That's like a Dwarf Fortress. Um, uh, uh, rogue FTL sort of blend. So it's like a sci-fi um, uh, build your own ship, fly through with some sort of dwarf fortressy natural intervention elements coming into it. Mm-hmm. They look super cool. And I've been talking to one of their devs and they just seem like awesome guys. So I wanted to sort of shift into that just a little bit out of the, you know, what we're talking about thing and just be like, Hey guys, thanks for talking to us. And we're really looking forward to your stuff. Um, Matt and I have been trying to, uh, I think sort of head in that direction with the cast a little bit more is to get to talk about indies. Well, yeah. And also, I mean, it's a cool for, for people who are more casual gamers, it's cool to, um, have a good idea of what things wouldn't you normally not look at that's coming out that you might be interested in. So, well, and, and in addition to that, I think it's important to sort of show like, the scope of gaming a little bit, right? Because there's a ton of stuff. We tend to, I think, focus probably to, uh, on AAAs or, like, very well-known well, titles. I, I, I would say that you and I generally aren't playing AAAs. Uh, like, Binding of Isaac isn't. Yeah, I, I would, guess Pillars, Pillars isn't, isn't really isn't a really, AAA. I mean, it's only kind of incidentally, like, Bloodborne, I would say, is a AAA title. Yeah, yeah I think Bloodborne. Um, Destiny. But... Although, it hasn't had the marketing push of a AAA, really. Oh, well, yeah. Not that I, I mean, I hadn't even heard of it, you know? Sure. And I'm pretty active on the video games. <laughs> video games. Yeah, you know, like that's just not a thing that I've heard much about. Yeah. Um so What are you what are you doing over there? Are you twittering? I I still don't understand how it works. I'm oh, trying yeah. to figure out like who these people are we're talking to and I feel like an old I'm an old man Twitter. Well, you looked at a couple of the guys games that we were talking about, right? You looked at Not a Clone. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting game. I'm, is that like a prototype for a game they're doing? I, I don't know yet. I did. I don't really. I haven't talked to those really guys too it. much, but it looks kind of neat. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll link to it in the description because it's yeah. an actual like downloadable demo. Gotcha. Um, but I mean, like, if you like WarioWare, yeah, it's an interesting little kind of mini super mini game, um, or I guess micro game that are all or mostly all parodies of popular. Uh, mobile games right now yeah uh, it was pr- it was pretty neat like I, I had a lot of fun with it i mean i probably only played it it the whole time i was playing it i was like this is really annoying with the mouse i hope this comes out on mobile because <laughs> i would totally play it <laughs> this on mobile. makes so much more sense on mobile so it, it occurred to me that what we did getting into this section was another brutal segue so brutal shout, segue. shout out to our metal band brutal segue yeah we um we should just get like a little sound bite we can we can play in between oh, there. It's that's, just like that's brilliant. Brutal segue. Brutal segue. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, so another indie game that I was gonna plug. Um. And this is a, a softer segue. Oh. On the softer side of segues. Mm. Um. It's just a segue with pillows all over it. <laughs> no, it's just a normal segue. Oh. <laughs> it just doesn't have any knives or anything sticking out of it. <laughs> uh. I've completely forgot oh what i'm gonna be playing this week <laughs> oh wow we're, we're taking it full circle but uh you know more bloodborne more monster hunter but there's a game coming out uh tomorrow it'll be the day before we release this podcast it'll be out when the podcast airs called axiom verge oh okay and it's a uh i mean, I, I talked at some point today i don't remember when about games made by fans for fans and uh-huh. this looks like a game 
made by someone who's a huge fan of Super Metroid. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this article. You showed me this. Yeah, and I tweeted about it several times. Yeah. Um, I think maybe like six tweets and three of them are about this game. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's like this guy took everything that was great about Metroid and just made it better. Yeah, the thing I was reading is he somehow managed to make the backtracking not suck. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome. Well, and it's a single developer, too. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of hype around it. It's only coming out on PS4 right now, and then I think it's going to be on some handhelds and PC later. Cool. Um, but I am I am really psyched for it. Uh, yeah. It looks... I mean, I'm a huge Metroid fan. Uh, I'm a huge Castlevania fan. I made Nathaniel play, <laughs> play that. Um, but that that game I'm pretty psyched about. I'll link to it in the uh, podcast description. As I recall, you gave me the like most the, the most mediocre Castlevania you had available to you. Um, I think I gave you like the second most mediocre Castlevania I had. How uh the what's the first most mediocre? Uh, Nintendo sixty four Castlevania. Oh, okay. Well, well, you, that might be in the shitty territory. You couldn't have made that available to me. I mean, I could have if I wanted to lend you an N64. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, what, what, oh, you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, 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 do we have other spot, indie spotlight? Indie spotlight. Indie spotlight. So uh, I think that's that's all the guys. I mean, we're going to do a little bit more in-depth look, but like I said, I, you know, we're we're trying some new formatting stuff today. Yeah, we're going to have some interviews coming up soon. Yeah, we're um, we're going to be interviewing some interviewing people. interviewing interviewing. <laughs> like, give me that interviewy. Um, <laughs> so I love that interviewy, baby. Uh, we're going to be interviewing a uh, games composer who does music for video games. Yep, and, we've uh, got an indie dev coming an in. Indie dev coming in. Local um, indie dev. And hopefully, the shout outs today let some of those studios we're talking to know. You know, if they want to come. On and, and chat with us about their games For or sure. what, you know what it's like we'd love to talk to those guys or you know any of you out there if you're listening and you want to you know harp about video games and you have some reason to feel like you should yeah you know let us know um we've twitter now that's true that's at, very important at focused podcast yes. <laughs> just hit us up on there and yeah. we'll uh we'll get back to you pretty quick so what are you gonna play this week you mentioned axiom verge uh-huh. bloodborne uh-huh. monster hunter all right that's your trinity uh, uh, probably won't play Axiom Verge this week because I'll be bloodboarding. But Pillars of Eternity, Pillars of Eternity, Pillars of Eternity. <laughs> uh, that's my Trinity this week. I, I'm not going to be a good researcher. If somebody sends me something, I might play it, but I can't guarantee that because Pillars of Eternity. Uh, so that'll be my schedule. Yeah. Um, Maybe some cookie clicker. Oh, God, cookie clicker. <laughs> it's the best game ever. So good. I'm going on the record. I played Tree Kicker the other day. <laughs> Is that like a cookie clicker, like yeah. derivative? You like upgrade ninjas and oh. wizards and stuff. Oh to... wait, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. Is it just like a single tile in you? Um, no, it's like a single screen, but you switch in between. You like manage multiple screens. Gotcha. People, it's it's dumb. Yeah, but also amazing. Awesome. Well, on on the cookie clicker note, I have been. I have had. I have had been. I have had have been. I am Nathaniel. At one point, have been maybe Me, in the future. I are Nathaniel. I am Smat. <laughs> what is Smat? <laughs> I don't, okay, never mind. Have a wonderful life. Are <laughs> we gonna kill them if they listen to this? <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. Did we actually record the second part? <laughs>
Yeah, we did. <laughs>